It's my, you like my violin playing? I did like your violin playing. Merry Christmas, almost. <laughs> yes. Do you guys this like your hat? Wheat hat. <laughs> I am, that's right. I had to remove a video that I almost accidentally played. Yes, I will be wearing my sweet Christmas hat for the whole time because this is my awesome hat. Every year I wear uh, something weird for my father-in-law to our Christmas party. This is it this year. Kind of gives you a Viking Christmas kind of feel. You know, that looks kind of kinda like a hat I need to deliver mail yeah. in. With the oh, you totally one. should. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. There's uh, Tonio, Kentucky Fried Gamers. Hello, hello. Thank you. Thank you. This is my, my Christmas hat because, you know, Christmas is coming. So unless I can find another cool hat, I'll probably be wearing this one for the rest of the shows this month. Unless we do a really long one, in which case I won't because it's kind of hot. So, <laughs> so anyway, um, we're having some. Well, thank you, Tim. I'm glad you like my hat. Uh, we're having some minor technical difficulties. So Eric's on his phone. So I don't know if he can see your cut. Can you see the comments? No, that's what I'm trying All to right. see if we can see him anyway. So he can't even see the comments. So um, if he doesn't answer right away, I will try to catch everything. But we'll see what happens. And yes, Todd Valhalla calls for Christmas. Okay, I found how I can see him, but now I can't see you. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I that's you're gonna have to pick if you want to check out this awesome hat for the entire 30 minutes, or if you want to see comments. I gotta see. The I hat. can. You gotta see. You gotta see the hat because I can always do this. Boom. Hello, Alder. Good morning, Good morning Alder. Yeah, I can just throw the comments up there for us. Yep. Got, boom. Coffee cup. All right. So, what are you working on there, Mister Mister Huffman Mailman? Well. Made some progress on this guy. Oh, nice. So I got a couple more highlighting coats to do for him. I don't even know where the camera is on this dang phone. And he's Monster Apocalypse, right? Yep, that's for uh, the second edition Monster Apocalypse. I picked up one to paint him, see what it was like. And then back there, I got the second wave of six cars all ready for Prime and paint oh, for colors so nice nice I'm very getting, cool getting them done getting them done because i just got the notification that the rest is finally coming awesome so, well i'm super jealous of alder because for those of you who are in the twisted facebook group he already got his new models and already has one of them painted yeah so he posted I'm, those all over too you were <laughs> right I, know. <laughs> I saw him i had to go like him everywhere but I'm super jealous because I don't have mine yet. But somewhere out there between here and Australia is my package. And it will be here eventually. I'm hoping it'll be here before Christmas, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. So I was working on, I had a buddy of mine. He brought me this really cool dice roller. Yeah. Uh, it's not for me. He just asked me if I'd paint it. So I painted it up last night. It's pretty cool. I like it. I put a little piece of foam there in the in the mouth because the the D20s were bouncing out. The rest of them were fine. Uh but uh oh, now I'm unfocused. Let me see if I can put the skull back up and refocus. Focus. Nope, focus. Man, we are having all kind of problems tonight. Okay. We're just going to have to See up here I'd like to blame the weather cuz it's like, you know, below 30 degrees, but right. 
shine a light, see if that works. See, I see the problem is we don't, we, the problem is we actually don't know what we're doing. So <laughs> ah, there we go. <laughs> that we actually don't know what we're doing. Okay. We have a YouTube comment. Okay. So now someone translate this. Yeah. I didn't think so either. No. So I, I don't, I don't know who Marjorie Chambers is and I don't know what vask.tech means, but welcome anyway. Um, so what are we going to talk about tonight, sir? Cause this is kind of a different subject and I'm going to be perfectly honest that this is, I think, see for the people we have in tonight, as far as painters, I'm going to say that this particular subject is going to be the realm of Alder, Tonio and Eric more than myself. So, I don't know about me necessarily. Oh, come on there, Mr. Art Degree. Come on now. Come on. Don't be don't don't sell yourself short. So what are we talking about tonight? All right. So tonight we're gonna talk about our favorite paintbrushes. So favorite paint uh, we're just gonna talk about uh, you know, there's a number the number one tool of miniature painting is the paintbrush, I think. Uh, there's a ton out there that range all kinds of prices and brands. Wait, and wait, wait, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. I thought it was coffee. I thought that was the number. I'm see now. I'm really confused. That explains everything I've been doing wrong. Painting. You're using You're coffee to use a paintbrush. <laughs> Unless you're finger painting. That explains a lot. I've been finger painting my models. So all right. Well, I'm gonna hopefully see some changes in my painting. <laughs> but we're just gonna talk about like you know how do you pick one? What's a good one? You know, what do you, what do we use? What do you guys out there use? Um, well, Tonio wasted no time. Rosemary and company. I don't, I've never even heard of those. I don't but know that if I know that one either. That doesn't mean anything as far as my limited knowledge of, of paintbrushes. But anyway, um, yeah, so I'm kind of excited to talk about this for a couple of reasons. One is we do have some really good painters in here who probably use really good paintbrushes. I am, uh, I'm going to hold up a couple of my paintbrushes. You can't really I see them. I got a pile them. next to mine. Oh, me too. But these are my super duper extra double triple fancy plaid paintbrushes. I figured plaid had some. Plaid actually has some really good ones. And we'll get in we'll get into that a little bit more. But um like some of the some of the brands, uh, Todd makes a good point too. We'll get to that too. I'm gonna take that comment away real fast because we're gonna get to that in a second. Um but kind of what I want to know is from the guys that are really good painters, or even if you're not a good painter and you just know something about brushes, chime in too, is what what is really the difference? Because as a very amateur painter myself, um, I don't see too much of a difference in the brushes that I use. And I have, I have an assortment. So I have um, some Kalinsky sable brushes. I, I have I have my plaid brushes. I've got the Army Painter brush set, and then mm -hmm. my latest acquisitions are Bombwick brushes um, from uh, the same guys that do Pro Acryl. You didn't get any of these from Adepticon? No. Games and Gears. I did not. So oh, I know. I know that there's a, a whole bunch of different stuff, and I know everything has a certain role. I, I do a lot of terrain building, so obviously all my I get some of those brushes at the Dollar Tree when I'm doing terrain building. But what I really want to know is really what's the what's the biggest difference 
in the brushes because yeah, cause it, it kind of comes down to it. The way I look at brushes is they kind of do the same thing, right? They put the paint on the minis, right. but there are subtle differences. Um, right. And like, I like what Ron says. I actually got this thing working kind of. <laughs> oh, good. All right. You can see stuff. I can see some stuff, but some Ron's stuff. saying he's talking about his brushes depend on the task at hand. Sure. And he has, he's used super expensive to the cheapies and they all have their place in his brush collection. So yeah, the right brush for the right job. That's, oh, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Um, but so Tim says he uses cheap hobby store brushes, uh, but ones that hold their shape better would be nice. Yeah. Uh, and Tonio says you can use whatever for everything else. See, that's the thing is I'm not sure. Now I'm not a bad painter. I mean, I've been painting long. I've, I've been painting miniatures long enough that just by default. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just by default, I've been doing it for so long that I've improved significantly. <laughs> oh man, I buy those all the time. That's a brush set. <laughs> I buy those all the time. It's like $9 at Walmart. I'll be painting forever. Um, but I'm, I'm going to have to go with Todd on this one too, because this is how I choose my paint too, is which one tastes the best. <laughs> Whichever one tastes the best. That is them in the aisles? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. You have to. That's the only bad thing about when they're in a container. You know, you look you look kind of funny standing there in the store going, trying to <laughs> trying to lick the paintbrushes in a package. Um but uh but but I don't I don't I've like I said, I've used Kalinsky sable brushes and then I'll have it on my desk and right next to it I will have my brush from plaid it, it and so the ones just for anybody that wants the cheap brushes they're actually really good the orange and pink ones they're the mod podge brushes from plaid uh they are they have some really small detail brushes in there that are really good now i understand that a guy like uh angel giraldes i mean he's gonna his brushes probably cost more than my car well, they probably have his name on it, right? Right, exactly, because he's a phenomenal painter. And I'm not talking about being that good. I'm talking about what what the, what's the difference? Because I who somebody piped in there that um, Ron did. He said switching to sable brush, brushes changed his painting immensely. So my question is, what what about it changed your painting, Ron? We'll we'll look for your comment to come up on that one. That looks like your uh, beat somebody brush right there. Now, this is a brush that I've had probably for almost 30 years. It's an art school brush. So you can see how oh. it's as big as my forearm. It's an yeah. acrylic brush. Now, that's, I've that's used this. I, I, yeah, I don't know about <laughs> miniatures for this, but I've painted um, terrain with this kind of stuff. Um, I mean, this is, it's actual real hair. So it holds the paint pretty good. Right. Um, and I can beat on it and it pretty much, like I said, almost 30 years, it still has its shape. Um, right. kind of, <laughs> it's old. I don't clean it very good. <laughs> so I had a couple. So Alder piped in and said he uses cheap brushes from the craft shop, right? Brush for the right draw job. Tried the expensive ones. They were better, but wasn't worth the cost for his style of painting. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing for me is, is because, um, when I sit down and paint, I'll have a handful of like the, the main characters 
mm-hmm. that I'll sit down and I'll spend a lot of time on those. But most of them, I'm just trying to pump them out because I like the overall image that the painted miniatures on the table give me and and that three foot rule. Now, now my my like so it, let's just say, for instance, I use Games Workshop for the example. If I have my my 10 man squad of Space Marines and my sergeant, I'm going to spend all the extra time on my sergeant. and My regular guys will just be just fine. So I will spend a lot of time on some of them but I want to get them on the table and just have everything painted because I like to set up tables and the little gray, black or white ghosts floating across the table that are primered or metal or still in resin. They just, they don't, uh, they don't make me happy. And yeah. And you know, the expensive ones like these games and gear ones that I've got at Adepticon. Yeah. I got it. kind of got them on sale and they're kind of cool. Cause you know, you can, if I can get it apart, they, come apart you know and you can they go in on itself and it's got the nice little you know case that oh, you can put I've, in see, I've seen those yeah yeah the only problem with these is because of the price i'm afraid to use them you know right i don't, don't want to ruin them or wreck them because you know i i do try to take care of them and clean them good and stuff like that after paint sessions but it's still it's like i'm afraid to use them i the the cheap ones I'm more inclined to use because if right. I do start to bend it or the hairs kind of go that way, well, it's cheap enough. I can just throw it away, throw it aside and throw it away yeah, and go grab another hand. pack of five. So, okay. Yeah. I did not, I did not realize that um, this, this subject was going to bring out so many funny comments from everybody. So Tonio makes, he, and thank you for this comment is he's, he's commenting on what makes them better. And he's talking about that. They keep their point and have good flow. Yep, yep. And now that you've mentioned that, I do I do believe that I've noticed the flow part a little bit. Um now that I'm reflecting back on it. But to be fair, I mean, I also put craft paints on my miniatures as well as my expensive <laughs> pro acryl paint. So, you know, I'm I'm not exactly I'm not exactly hanging out with the highbrow painters over here. You know, I'm up I'm up in the nosebleed seats, so to speak. But <laughs> here's the comment. So Todd says a unit of works is one model to me. I paint it as such. That's paint roller. Just lay them on the ground and paint roll roll them. And then Bob says, painted figures roll better. It's science. True story. <laughs> Very true story. Okay, but Ron pipes in too here. I want to, because he says he kept using the cheap brushes, constantly fight with the bristles curling and yep. try to adjust, became a chore, get frustrated and quit painting until he got his sable brushes and it allowed him to paint with them, keeping their points and improve his painting. That's that's a really good point, too, because it's easy to get frustrated painting. And and I think that even from my perspective of my my plaid paintbrushes and listen, as far as as far as cheap paintbrushes go, because I've bought a bunch of different cheap paintbrushes. I don't think any of them are as good as plaid paintbrushes. They they keep a point really well. It's, I think, five bucks for a pack of eight of them and they're the fine and they're the fine point ones they're the fine point ones too so they're really nice brushes but um but ron makes a good point it it can get frustrating if you can't do it right thinking back to remember when most of us in this group started painting we probably used the same brush right the white one that comes with the testers enamel paints come on you guys all remember painting metal They're miniatures with enamel paint <laughs> I, I still get chills when I go in Michael's and I walk down the model aisle and I see that pack of those white brushes. 
I still get, I get a little scared. Sometimes I want to buy a pack and just go paint a miniature with it just to see what it turns out. (laughs) (laughs) So um, Todd said, what's a good sable brush to get? So you pro painters throw, throw that out there. Um, What's, what's a good sable brush. Doesn't monument make some brushes now that are sable. Yeah, that's the bomb wick brushes. Okay. Yeah. And they've got, They've got two different sets. So they've got the, and, they, and they're actually, they're Kalinsky Sable brushes. Um, okay. So they are, you've got the Igniters set, and that's the slightly larger brushes. And then um, the, the Debt Cords, and these are the super detail brushes. And I got, I got both of them. That's what um, I like is the detail ones. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So, oh, thank you, Todd. Look, Todd's hooking us up, getting some plugs. Can you guys who have, uh, recommendations for good sable brushes would you mind throwing the links up over in the discord afterwards or if you're on uh facebook watching throw you can throw them up there too so we've got rosemary and company tonio threw up there series 33 i'm gonna have to check those out and ron says windsor and newton uh yeah windsor and newton one that i like i use those a lot in uh, art school for watercolors and stuff yeah and and a Tim, price too. Yeah, and Tim, to answer your question, the brushes from Monument, they are sable. These are them right there, Bombwick brushes. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing at Spaz's comment. You can get nostalgic when you walk down the testers aisle. Yeah. <laughs> now the thing is, is testers does have some uh, acrylic paints, and I've used a few of them, and some of their bright colors, I highly recommend checking out because. It, a lot of their bright colors are targeted towards model builders. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to hit that super bright stuff. So if you want a really bright red or yellow, they do have acrylic testers. Um, yeah. <laughs> Todd, Todd, Todd R says the testers glue fumes. Good times. Yeah, but you can <laughs> do that does not have to be a memory though, because now that there's so many plastic model kits out there, you know, it doesn't have to be a memory anymore. It can still be part of what you're doing. Todd, um, Todd be like this. That's right. <laughs> Ron. Oh, so Ron just bought some army painter brushes and haven't tried them yet. Listen, I have um, mm. a bunch of army painter mm. brushes and I've actually, I'm about, I want to say, yep. Those are the ones I want to say. I'm about four or five years into these brushes. I like the handles. I like the triangle. Yeah, the triangle one's my favorite one. It just feels good yeah. to hold on to. That's another thing to think about brushes is the grip. Yeah. Like some of them have these little rubber grips to help yeah. you hold them. So I think, I mean, because there's there's a lot to it. And, and there's a couple of things. Um, you know, it's the style that you're painting is going to matter for your models. The... Um, how good, how well you want them painted, how good of a painter you are, uh, what techniques you use, all of that stuff's going to play in. What is that brush actually called? You know. This is a fan fan brush. brush. Okay, so let me tell you, this is my, look, you can't see it. It disappears into my Viking Christmas hat. Okay. (laughs) But this fan brush, this is the best brush for um, one of the things that I do. I I don't have one around me on my buildings. which is I will apply. So when I'm doing like uh, water damage and stuff to buildings, mm-hmm. I'll apply water to the MDF and then get paint on the brush and apply it 
to the water base and it just, and it runs and then it leaves a real thin coat. So it's almost like making the wash on the model, except I only do it on terrain. And I love that fan brush. It I is like using cool. this for dry brushing too. Real, I haven't tried it for dry brushing. It, for like gentle dry brushing, not like your typical where you're just really working it in. This is kind of like your edge work almost. Tip, typical, typical. You mean when you put when you break it off the base because you're dry brushing so hard, like yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> um. So Bob said he has a Army Painter Masterclass detail brush that's amazing. I think yeah. I have. I think I have that one too, Bob. Um, I believe it's like they're, they're not the white ones. They have a, a brown shaft on it. <laughs> Those are nice because they come yeah, in. It's a Viking Christmas hat, not a squid Christmas tree hybrid, but that would work. It's a hairy squid Christmas tree because it's hairy. The Army painters are nice because uh, they come in sets of three too. So Right. And, okay, Ron threw this out here, and I cannot agree with you more on this one, Ron. Makeup brushes are the best dry brushing brushes, especially for terrain, because you yeah. can get that big old honking brush that's like, you know, like this big and, and dry brush a piece of terrain in one stroke. I mean, this it's about this size. This is one of those cheap half inch ones you get at the hardware store yep. for paint, for edging and stuff like that. This was like, I don't even think this was a buck. Oh yeah, you get them in a pack of five or so, and yeah. I get I pick those up at the Dollar Tree, especially when I'm doing terrain because I use I'll use those for glue. Okay, so when yeah. I'm doing when I'm doing my um, my water and PVA glue mix for whatever kind of stuff I'm I'm gluing on or doing, those brushes are the best. The other thing those brushes are great for, hold that brush back up. The other thing those brushes are great for is you cut them and they make really good swamp grass sticking up out of your bases. Yeah. Yeah. So don't throw away your brushes. Cause that's the other good thing they're for after their, um, after their life has ended as a paintbrush is they're really good for grass. I used to put them on my space Marine scout bases. They looked cool. There you go. See? grass tall grass sweet so anyway so i actually haven't tried my bomb wick brushes yet because i'm scared to see that's what i was saying about games and gears i, I, I know I, I know the I only have... one i use out of here is the dry brush one because it's great it's fantastic well the other thing is is i still have my my army painter brushes they're still in pretty good shape yeah um and but they're they're kind of getting to the point now where um I'm I'm having to I'm having to form them into a point. We won't say how I form them into a point, but it's not by doing this. It might be by doing what Eric is suggesting. It may not. <laughs> Kids, don't eat your paint. Okay, don't eat your paint. This is your this is your warning. Don't eat your paint. But so I'm about to the point where I'm gonna have to switch over to them. And that's okay. Anyone over on Twitch? Oh, oh Ron, Todd went over to Twitch. Um, they, yeah, they aren't. Ron says they aren't worth anything if you don't use them. That's that's very true. And yeah. I will. I'm going to use these, but I am going to get every single penny out of my army painters. And I've already, I've actually thrown away a couple of them. Um, so I'm getting to the point where my my selection of brushes as I'm painting is seriously dwindling oh see i but, never throw them away i just i bind them up and 
put them in a drawer because you never know. You might find something that will work for whatever. Are you I trying guess, to create the dry brush? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. You, you put a rubber band around them and you're creating the ultimate dry brush? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Old, old brushes work great for terrain because you don't care how you know right. curly they are or how frayed and all that stuff. It's still how much it actually, I kind of like it because it, it, it gives you that spontaneous painting method you want for yeah. buildings and terrain. Yep. And that's what I use. That's what I use my old ones for too. But to be perfectly honest with you, I am a plaid ambassador. So I have more plaid brushes than I can ever possibly use. So you should be I, those things over your I, shoulder left and right then. No way, man. They're too good. I'm telling you, there are really, <laughs> really, really good brushes for, um, you know, when you're comparing them to these really high quality sable brushes and all of this really good stuff, they are really, really good brushes. I was, I was surprised with the quality of them. So um, and yeah, paint pens are a thing too. I haven't tried any of those. Have any of you guys? Now I do use, I use Micron pens on my terrain mm -hmm. for like cracks in the walls and stuff. Or, or uh, I have colored Micron pens where I'll, I'll do graffiti on the walls. I haven't really been doing very much modern stuff that has graffiti, but that's what I use my Micron pens for because they come in um, probably like the paint pens. Uh, they they come in different sizes, so that's good. Oh, there's Mini Warmut recovering from dinner and a Boston cream pie for his birthday. Hit the Ooh, big happy birthday! Hey, welcome! I just hit the big four eight last month, so happy birthday to you, sir! And um, oh oh, here I want to see what Todd says about these. So Todd says Tamia panel line accent color ink a lot. Now those are pens, are they not, Todd or? or is that just a, a an ink? Uh, because I've heard of those, and I've seen that you do a lot of the Gundams. Um, yeah. So I, I know that those work on there. And then, okay, so us young whippersnappers are getting it from uh, from Ron and, and Todd. So that's okay. That just means we <laughs> have more time left to paint. That's all that means. Okay, Todd says it's a small bottle. Okay. Okay. Uh, but I would be interested if anybody has and the lid has a small brush. I would be interested to know if anybody has used any of the paint pens and uh, how they are. I haven't tried my Micron pens on a model yet. And I've been interested in trying the um, cartoon style of painting. You've seen, mm -hmm. I know um, Epic Duck Studios did several Twitch videos where he was doing his Relic Blade stuff in in that cartoon stuff and i wonder if the micron pins would be good for the the black shading i think so i i've used it for striping before um, yeah you know sometimes a, a paintbrush isn't gonna give you that nice clean especially if it's really small it's hard to do and especially if your hands are like this um a pen is a little bit easier to get that nice yeah. clean line. Oh man, Ron, I never even thought of that using the Micron pen for tattoos. I might have to buy another Canada for the drowned earth just so I can do his tattoo now. <laughs> and then Bob said he's used them on Gundams. Yeah, I've got a ton of them. Yeah, yeah. I love this set that you can get at Michael's or Hobby Lobby. 
uh, is designed for cartooning and they have such a wide range of yeah. tips and sizes. There's actually a brush one in here too, which is kind of neat. Right. Um, so paint markers on the Gundams and Alder points out best painting accessory he has bought recently, the Vortex Mixer. I do not have the Vortex Mixer, but I do have this fancy nail polish shaker. Mine died on me, Max. Did it? This is my second one. This is my second one. My last one I had for about three years. Yeah. Um, and it died. But it is, man, it's a lifesaver. You just slap it on there. And I'm sure the Vortex Mixer is too. You just slap it on there and let it shake that paint. Boom! You are good to go. Yeah. That's a fact. That's a must-have for some of those uh, those lower-end paints that just seem to yeah. separate. Yep. Yep. Well, and the contrast paints, they separate quite a bit too. They, yeah. they settle a lot. Um, and you got to shake them, shake them, shake them, shake them, shake them. So if you know you're going to use them, I throw them on my shaker. I'll work on whatever I'm working on. And then, you know, about 40, 50 seconds, good to go. Yep. Good to go. So, well, I actually thank you, everybody, because I learned a lot tonight. And I'm going to yeah. don't forget everything that you guys suggested. If you don't mind, go over to the Discord channel and throw up some links because, you know, it's almost Christmas. So we could all probably use good you know, stocking stuffers, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> all good stocking stuffers, man. Micron pens. I want to try out some of those Gundam pen markers. Um, I've got my good brushes that I'm going to try out and I'm going to try them out. Ron, you're right. I'm going to go ahead as, as soon as my human torpedo and Cleo de Havilland get here from Demented Games, they are going to be the first one that I use my, uh, Bombwick brushes on. So there you go. I'm going to put them into action and I may even throw away my army painter brushes. I know, I know. I have a big family, though, so I could just be like, well, you know, for Christmas, I could use another set of Army Painter brushes just as a backup. True. That's you know, true. Just as a backup. So I believe that's all the time we have tonight, folks. And Eric, congratulations on making it through on your phone. All right. I made it on my phone. Not <laughs> what I wanted to do, but it still worked, right? Mini Warmut said, so was Twisted mentioned tonight right out the gate, man, first two minutes. First two minutes. And I couldn't even use my bell because it's because you're on your phone. Because because Alder already got his new models from Demented Games, and I haven't gotten mine yet, so I was very jealous. Um he says we need to do over under on twisted for a betting site. <laughs> That's funny. We probably should though, because yes, I'm going to mention it. You can bet on that. Make absolutely no mistake. I'm going to mention it. It's my favorite. I might have to start a, a Discord channel just for that. <laughs> just for betting on how quickly I'm going to say it? Yeah. Hey, you know, Wait. whatever. So anyway, I believe it's my turn to take us out today. Am I wrong? Am I right? I don't know. No, you're right. Okay. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in, you awesome, wonderful invaders. Uh, if you're new to the show or just want to check out some more content, you can get our audio content on all the podcast platforms and uh, for video, you can check us out on YouTube for things like unboxing, impressions. Uh, if you miss the live show, you can go back over there and watch it. And you can also dig back through the videos and find a bunch of the other indie games that we've talked about. Some interviews with 
some of the creators of those games, which is pretty cool. You can also hit us up on social platforms like Facebook and Instagram to see what sort of trouble we've gotten into. I guess that would mean what packages have arrived um, for us. Yeah, to I open. got sitting right next to me. <laughs> yeah, but see, you're an oak. You don't open them. I'm like, I was going to do a video on my sewer golem, and it didn't happen. I just painted them. It, it just didn't happen. So uh, please check out our Discord community as it is continuing to grow and a lot of fun stuff going on over there. Not to mention the fact that there's going to be some cool links for some painting stuff over there, which is really cool. And you can check out all of that stuff over on the CoastalTechs.com webpage, which is the CoastalCon website, which is our sponsor, but not happening this year. But next year, we've already working on that. So if you'd like to support us and what we're doing, you can check us out at Patreon at Indie Invasion and uh, see some of the stuff we've got up over there. It's all free. You don't have to do anything. But the absolute best thing you can do, share this video, tell a friend, like, subscribe, all of those weird social media buttons that are hovering around whatever social media platform you are on. And lastly, if you guys need something to wear, it's almost Christmas. So you need something to wear or you need something to drink your coffee out of. As a matter of fact, Alder just posted his cup. He got a cup. So you can check out the blue version of the cup over in the Discord. You'll see a picture of it. But check us out on Redbubble because there's all kinds of cool stuff over on Redbubble. We've got hoodies, t-shirts, hats, coffee cups, all kinds of cool stuff. Go over and check it out. We are still waiting for the Indian Invasion miniskirt because Spaz promised to no, model. It's not, it's not my rinse cup, Bob. <laughs> it, is not the, it is not the rinse cup. No, Indian Invasion is not used for that. But <laughs> until then, guys, when you're out there playing your games and, and right now buying your games for Christmas and telling your loved ones what games you absolutely can't live without, remember to prepare yourself for the invasion. Thank you.